my name is Nigel Douglas and I am a drama director. I came in really with the sort of change of the guard, if you like, London's Burning. So London's Burning had been under the auspices of Paul Knight um, for several years. It was really his show, he created it. Um, then at that point, um, there was sort of buying up of various ITV franchises and London Weekend Television brought London's Burning off of Paul and in came a new set of producers um, and I came in with that bunch of producers under the guidance at that time of Laura Mackey who was sort of head of drama at LWT um, and I came to arrive really at London's Burning because I had been working on Casualty, the BBC show, uh, where I'd been blowing quite a lot of things up and setting fire to things. Um, so I was sort of one of a few directors in the country who had had some experience about working with fire and, and how you can put fire on the screen. So that's sort of how I kept that. I, I don't really remember the specifics. Uh, I wish I could. Um, I remember we used to film quite a lot around the tower. And I remember, I think we, that may have been the episode that introduced uh, an Irish actor and we did some hosepipe stuff and some climbing up the uh, tower. Um, I don't really remember the early episodes. I, I, I can remember distinctly the two significant, um, well, three actually, three significant uh, escapes that we did. But the, the first one I recall is um, we burnt down the cinema uh, and did a fairly big rescue in the, in the cinema. Um, I remember something to do with a big sand grain dumper and, and some, losing someone in the sand dumper, which was incredibly complicated to shoot. So that's probably why it stayed in my mind. Um, and then the, the big piece that we did, which I think is the next season that you're talking about, um, which I think might open the episodes, was uh, the hotel fire at, um, down in Greenwich and in Woolwich. And that was um, massive. And that, I think, had been the biggest burn that the show had ever done. Um, so I remember those set pieces, um, but I can't remember the specifics of any episodes I'm afraid. <laughs> so we were based at Long Lane Studios in Borough, near Borough Market, um, and we had the full set was built there um, and some exterior stuff there. Um, the show was roughly divided sort of 50-50 of of the stuff that we shot uh, around the set uh, with the guys, um, and then 50% sort of on location. Um, obviously, the locations were always quite difficult to find because of the nature of what we did. So, obviously, by setting fire to quite a lot of things, but principally, we always had to try and find locations that had already burned down and that we could rebuild and burn down again, um, rather than find sort of obviously pristine. Thing, which is why we ended up quite often at Woolwich Arsenal at the time because it was it was pretty much empty buildings at that stage and we could transform those into whatever we needed to think and there were streets and so on and so forth so we did shoot down there a lot and, and we shot up and around the river quite a lot as well um, at that time um, yeah that's all that's all I can remember really about the location. Yeah, again, sort of very 
thin, really. Looking back, um, I've worked with a few of them since. I've worked with Heather Teeth a couple of times, um, and I've worked with uh, Jonathan Guy Lewis a couple of times uh, since. Um, I mean, it was a, it was a, a pretty happy band of people, really. I think um, you know everybody has been working on the show, particularly the sort of main cast, for some time, so everybody understood what their characters were and how they fitted into things and they all kind of got along quite well so we were quite settled really when we were at Long Lane um, and I think everybody really enjoyed it and, and, and probably more than that that the regular actors understood how to work with with the sort of issues that we had on that show you know the, which was sort of two really I mean one is obviously working with fire and quite significant fire which had its own issues as an actor um, but also working with the fire engines and, and working with the pumps and the you know the water they're, they're like machine guns those hoses you know they fire ferociously and uh, I certainly remember you know every now and then we'd get a new regular cast member and we'd sort of give them a training session with the hoses and it'd knock them off their feet you know because it was so powerful so you got used to them but you know all the time we were under that sort of amazing sort of uh, advice from Roger Kendall, who I'm sure you're very aware of, who was really not just an advisor to the show technically, but was sort of in many ways the kind of heart and soul of the show, an amazing fireman in his own right, done and been at some amazing real-life fire events. And he was always very brilliant with the cast and they, they, everybody loved him. Um, so the process really began with an initial script, which was sort of a very much a sort of working script, really, in the early days. And London's burning, excuse me. <coughs> and, and because uh, we would work with the writers to try and find, obviously, an interesting idea or something that we hadn't burned down before, um, something that we could afford. Then we would obviously have to go out and try and find a location to do that. And the location then always informed how we would do that stunt for that, that fire sequence. Um, and then working with the production designer, we would create a scenario that we could fit into the schedule and that, that, that you know, and then we'd sort of select which of the firemen and firewomen were gonna be the ones that are sort of involved in that. But the challenge on lung burning was always finding fires that we could put the actors into um, because obviously you know that the, 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 the difference in a way from London burning than say casualty or, or the bill which I've directed a lot of both <coughs> is um, you know the, the, the firemen on the whole stand outside and point the hose at the fire which is inside and there's no jeopardy for your characters then so you're always looking to saying how can we find a way of getting our characters into the fire and, and at risk um, so, so that process would take place, and that would take place over about maybe two to four weeks of, of planning, um, and then we'd rewrite the scripts to fit whatever we were going to do, then the actors would get the scripts, and then we would shoot. Um, generally, we would do the fire sequences towards the end um, <coughs> of the process of the shooting period to allow us more time to, to design and build. Some of the fires 
we did in a special fire studio, which allowed us to actually build the set inside the studio, which we then burned down again. It's sort of a, a, a bizarre process when you think about it. We would build a house from scratch inside the studio, and then two weeks later, we'd burn it to the ground and sweep out the ashes and start again, build another one that we were going to burn down. Um, so that would be that process. And then it would take about four to six weeks to edit uh, it all together. Um, of course, also, these were the days when we shot on film. So rather than shoot on digitally, which we shoot pretty much everything on there. <clears throat> um, so slightly longer editing process as, as various various processes of, of film editing. Um, so yeah, so that would be the process. So we, we would shoot sort of an episode at a time, but in blocks of two. So, so I, my unit would shoot for four weeks effectively and shoot two episodes. The cinema we burnt down was in uh, Peckham or South East London somewhere. <clears throat> and we had managed to find a, a, a cinema that had already burnt and we were able to rebuild it. So the episode I did had the upper half of The story was that it had been an old uh, theatre and it had a dress circle and the back all that. Yeah. I think I really enjoyed the hotel fire because it had a lot of complicated parts. It was it was uh, an enormous undertaking, you know, to burn a sort of five-story building. We <clears throat> we had visual effects people in every single window of the hotel at one point on fire, which was massive. It was so hot there that you couldn't even stand near the set. You had to have everybody well back from the set. Um, and we had all the engines out and, you know, everything uh, there. And there were a few kind of quite nice tricks that we were able to do in that, which I kind of enjoyed. So we had the actors running downstairs and then behind the pillar and then behind the pillar were the stunt people and we would swap them as they were running. We'd swap so they'd run and then the stunt guys would run off, hit the fire, run back, swap back to the actors. And the actors. So, so there were quite a lot of sort of fun parts to that, I think. Um, the other great uh, sort of exciting part of that, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the episode, but it sort of had two halves of the fire. One was like a disco that was taking place in the basement of the hotel, and then there was the hotel itself. And, um, we'd, we'd set a lot of uh, squibs, explosives behind all the optics in the basement fire. Um, and they all went up great and, and we were filming. So I was, it was just me and my cameraman, Mike Sprague, um, filming in there with some real firemen. Um, and the hardest thing to get on, on fire on screen is black smoke because the smoke we use is fake, as you know, and it's gray. And uh, because obviously it's not dangerous to inhale. Um, but it never quite looks right. And, and the holy grail for directors was to try and get this dark smoke that, that looks effective. And also smoke, when it's real, <coughs> rolls across the ceiling and then starts to come down. And we never really got that really exciting so that we'd get that cloud coming down. Uh, <coughs> and, and when we were filming the basement level, we just had a little bit of fire. It wasn't dangerous, but a little bit of fire got behind the set and started to set a bit of the wood behind on fire, and we suddenly had the cloud come, and we were all lying on the ground filming, and 
and it came down. And I remember that being really exciting and sort of finally getting this really impactful thing. And, and so, yeah, I quite enjoyed that, that episode, I think, filming that sequence. Um, yeah, partly because of the scale and it was big and partly because it was quite a good story and it enabled us to put George into the middle of the fire and, uh, you know, and I think it was quite a good episode for Jonathan as well, you know, sort of being in command of it all and so on and so forth. So, yeah, so that was, that was I think, probably the process I enjoyed most. But I think that as a show, I really enjoyed the ambition of, of London's burning and I think, you know, it, we, we always approach things to try and make it the biggest we possibly could and, and the most on-screen looking dangerous as we possibly could. Um, and I think also it was, I, mean, I don't know if you'd agree, but I think, you know, the late 90s were really seeing the change in television away from character to television. You know, London's burning strength to me was it was about the guys. It was about their characters, about the banter that they had between them. That's what made it strong, I think. And, you know, the sort of turn of the century really started to move away from that type of drama, which was about characters and more into story-led, narrative-led drama. <clears throat> so, um, so, yeah, so that was a really good time, I think, that, that, that season. My memories mostly is I suspect most people that you'll talk to behind the camera are really to do with groups of people and, and sort of the adventures that you go on together, um, particularly your kind of close crew, you know, so for directors, it's sort of your first assistant and your DOP and cameraman, you know, the people that you spend a lot of time with. So, um, and they've all remained good friends, you know, from, from that time, sort of 25 years on from, from that time. And my memories are mostly about being in certain places with certain people, um, you know. But as a, as a whole, as I say, and I, I wish I could be more specific, but it was such a long time ago. Um, you know, I I, re I don't remember specific episodes very well now, but I can remember certain moments, and certain days that we did something, or um, you know, when we were burning the cinema down we went in to do the big so we always used to try and do a shot with the real cat real firemen and we'd take cameras in with them and i remember that day of going into that fire which was a furnace and there was fire everywhere and you know try to hold the camera and fire burning all around you and smoke and the firemen pushing us around and and coming out of that with sort of real adrenaline and, and a real sense perhaps it's the closest we'd ever get to what it would be like to do that for real. Yeah, so the London Fire Brigade, we had a good working relationship with the London Fire Brigade. So, uh, I mean, every fire that we undertook, we obviously had to assess very carefully about controlling it, and, you know, and, <clears throat> and fire, like all things on television, you know, is smoke and mirrors, where there's, there's, if, you, if you see it on set, it's less fire than it appears on screen you know but nonetheless it's still fire and um so the london fire brigade were really helpful not just in advising us um and obviously lending us roger kendall but um often we would have real firemen from the london fire brigade who would be coming and demonstrating what they did or you know would be helping us develop scripts you know to do so on so forth um and, you know, there were times when we sort of blagged kits from them and, and borrowed stuff and so on and so forth. I mean, 
obviously at the end of the day we were a drama and we never came in front of the real thing and, and we tried not to get in their way um we did have a couple of times along the way where despite that we notified the fire brigade that we were filming that they still somebody a passerby somewhere distant would see a fire and call 999 and we'd have the real fire brigade turn up to what was a pretend fire and finding some of their friends from the London Fire Brigade already there in our fire engine. So that was always sort of a bit of an awkward moment, but that happened. Yeah, so most of that predated me, really. So um, we did occasionally do shots of our engines leaving, the, the shutters going up and the engines coming out of the station, but we didn't ever really work in another station um, during the time I was there. So um, certainly the earlier seasons, I know they did have a closer relationship to Dockhead and they certainly, you know, shot around there much more. Um, you know, a long lane setup was was pretty much everything we needed and we we had quite a lot of stock shots of, of the, the engines leaving, the pumps leaving the, the actual station. So, um yeah, in my time, we didn't really shoot stuff very much. Uh, well, in the 25 years uh, since I left directed on training, I've pretty much directed most things that have been on television. Um, uh, so, so since doing that, um, more recently, I directed Wild at Heart in South Africa. Um, I directed Inspector Lindley Mysteries. Um, uh, Hotel Babylon or BBC One, and, and I've just completed a Netflix show <clears throat> during the summer. But most exciting is I'm literally about next week going to rehearsals with a play, um, which uh, is opening at Park Theatre in North London, uh, which is written by one of the actors from The Bill, Sally Rogers, and stars one of the actors from The Bill, Chris Simmons. Um, so we'd obviously love to see any of you guys down there if you want to come down and have a chat and a beer and I'll probably try and remember more then. Um, so yeah, so, so at the moment I'm doing a theatre production. Um, I am in the early stages of producing a feature film which is being shot in Malta later this year. Um, so yeah, still, still very much there directing and writing, um, still loving it. Anyway, listen, it's a real pleasure to meet you and, and keep up the good work. And, it, and I'm absolutely thrilled that there's such a still love for the show that, that we all love. <laughs>